Love Talk Radio. We're going to sing about the faithfulness of God. Are you ready to sing with us? We're going to sing about His faithfulness. He's such a faithful God. I've seen Him show up for me in unique ways. You know, that's why I, I'm quite reckless when I worship. I start doing anyhow, anyhow, anywhere beloved. Somebody say anywhere beloved. Are you ready to worship God with me like that? That is the kind of worship I want. To put your hands on the tree.
begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Oh, oh, oh. If the God you serve has been faithful, if the God you serve has been faithful, I'm one of the next five seconds and thank Him for His faithfulness. And thank Him for His faithfulness. Hey, good morning, family. Um, I'm excited. I, I have some things I, on my heart here. You know, I felt like I, I've I've jumped around so much through so many different videos that I that I need to make just one video right now. And some of this is just uh, recap. I'm just going over some things that I've already talked about. But I'm making this video for people about the end time revival. I hope this blesses you. I know there's a lot of this that you all have already heard. Hopefully it's not boring to you. I don't think talking about the glory of God is boring. But if, if this isn't uh, what you want, I have tons of other videos down below you can watch. Uh, so here you go. I saw a massive wave on the edge of heaven. And it was, it was, on its, it was looking like a, a massive tidal wave. And it was going like this. And I asked the Lord, whenever I, this was right at tribulation, when I went to tribulation with him. I said, Lord, what is that massive wave? And he said, that is a final last push for, it was like a glory over it. It was a last outpouring. It was like a, full, a, a manifestation of the glory. A tidal wave of the glory of God was going to pour out over the earth. And he said, it's at its breaking point. It's about to, it's about to dump over. And I saw behind um, the wave all these angels, and they had chariots of fire. They had no wings. They all had armor on. They all had these, these headdresses on. They, they, they were, it looked like Roman headdresses, you know, with the thing right here. And they had, uh, it went down on their face like this, and they had um, full armor on. And they had like a kilt-like thing. And it was all leather on them, it looked like. And they had these, these shin guards. They had all of it. it. They were all decked out. And they had a spear in one hand on there. And they were holding the reins of the chariot of fire on the other. But there wasn't any horses. It was a chariot of fire. And so on the back of the chariot, there was like a little box. of, of, of It had a present. It was a bow. And each one of these presents were all perfect made it, it looked like a different color for every box and it had a bow and a ribbon on it and i asked the lord what are those boxes on the back of those chariots of fire and he said to me those are end time giftings that have never been seen on the earth before those are mantles that are going to be given special giftings for the end time church and he said they're going to be distributed throughout uh, the world 
And so they were all over these. There was tons of There's hundreds of chariots of fires. It was all behind the water, this massive wave, this massive outpouring. And then to my right, I could see silos. And there was these massive silos full of, of, of legs and eyes and, and body parts. And the angels of the Lord were getting ready to bring those body parts for creative miracles for the last outpouring of the Spirit of God upon this earth. And I saw the angels, and the, there, was, there was full of legs and arms and noses and ears and eyes and everything you can imagine, I'm trying to tell you, of anything that you ever believed. But there was not just one color of eye. There was brown eyes and green eyes and blue eyes and black eyes and all kinds of colors of eyes and all kinds of colors of skin and, and pigments. And, and there was full of these parts. And then I saw the angels with massive baskets full of finances. I could see bicycles that, 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 that people were believing for on the earth, which, you know, I heard somebody talk in the comments of my video saying that bicycles represent individual ministry. I don't know. It could be a type and shadow or something like that. I have no, no idea. All I know is that's what I saw. And I saw these baskets full of money. Huge amounts of gold, huge amounts of silver, and they were the angels were pouring it out on top of the earth, and they were dumping those baskets on the earth. And then I saw the Lord. Uh, he told me, and the earth was moving. And everybody wants to talk about a flat earth. It's not real. A flat earth doesn't get. It's actually moving. I saw the earth, and the earth was moving before me, and it was a massive. Like, it, like we see on TV and stuff. And it was moving. And I could see all of the, um, the lights on the earth. And I said, what are those? And he said, that's souls that are going to be saved in this last push for revival. I'm showing this. And I could see Asia. And there were streams of gold all through Asia. And China, all in China and all of uh, North Korea, there were souls. You could see them. And all of South Korea and, and all of Vietnam and, and, and the Philippines. You could see it. And then I saw Jesus and he had a, and a tear in his eye. And he told me, he said, he said, my gospel cost them something. He said, you see what's going on in Asia? And I said, yes, Lord, I see it. And it was so precious to his heart. He said, the gospel cost them something. He said, this, it was very precious to him. And he could see the other people, but his heart was towards Asia, Asia a lot. I could see all throughout uh, the Middle East and Pakistan and all those areas, the people who are being persecuted so hard for the word. Uh, Saudi Arabia, those places like that. I could see that, and his his heart was 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 so full of joy because because people were standing for the gospel and getting born again, and it, and it was it was a great sacrifice for them. So that was that part of the the, the about the tribulation. Now I'm going to take you to another part. Okay, I saw uh, the uh, another part of this last outpouring, and the Lord showed this to me, but this was at a separate time. I saw people in St. Louis, Missouri. He showed me Missouri, and I could see all the people gathered on a street corner. It was downtown St. Louis, and I could see a man in the wheelchair. And there was a, a, an African-American man and, and, and his wife, an African-American um, woman. And they laid hands, and they prayed for this man in a wheelchair. He was, he was a white man. 
and they laid hands on him. And the power of God hit him, and they, the man stood up out of the wheelchair and got healed. Well, when it did, it sent, like, you know whenever you see a shock wave of something? It went boom, like a shock wave in the spirit realm. And everyone around that radius of that area started, like, falling out in the glory of God. The power of God was like, it was just knocking them down. They would just fall on their face. The power of God started falling in that area. And, you, and everybody around that area started weeping underneath the power of God. And, and they were all radically changed. They're all born again because of an, one out of two people being obedient, a husband and a wife. They just prayed for a man, and the power of God hit him, and he got up. But everyone around there experienced the glory of God. And it was like a tidal wave of his presence all in that area. And the Lord told me, what you're about to see is like, is, he said, I want you to go in and, and watch popcorn pop in a pan. So I got some popcorn kernels and some coconut oil, and I threw it in there, and I was making it for my little girl. And he said, do you see those kernels? And they're boiling, they were pop, they were moving around and sizzling, and they were, they were getting ready, and you could see they were about to pop, but you didn't know which one was about to pop. And he said, do you see those kernels down there? He said, you don't know which one's going to uh, pop first, do you? And I said, no. He said, that's the way the end time revival is going to be. He said, it will not be uh, controlled by humans. It will not be uh, able to, to know where it's going to happen next. He said, because it's going to happen like popcorn. He said, the next curl's going to pop, the next curl's going to pop. And he said, that's the way it's going to be. Just like um, the revival that happened at the college, Asbury. He said, it's going to be like that. It will, it will pop up and it will fade away. And people won't talk about it anymore. But he said, it's going to happen like that. It's going to, and, and he said, at the beginning, it's just one little kernel. Just one little thing, Brennan. And he said, but watch it. And then the next one. And then there was a next one. And then there's a next one. And then next thing you know, the whole pan's popping. Popping, popping, popping. Popping, popping, popping. And there's so, it's so many going on that there's no way to know which one's going to happen next. But by, it's all popping, popping, popping until the, until the earth was full of the glory of God and the popping of the popcorn. But it's the popping of the Holy Ghost. Popping of revivals all throughout the world. You're not going to know which one is going to happen next. But the glory of God is going to manifest in a way that we've never seen it before. And it's going to radically change this world. I'm telling you, I've seen it. Manifestations of the glory of God. And he told me, I saw his hand come out of heaven, and there was there were shafts of light. And he told me, these will be major hot spots for the glory of God, for my presence in the last days. And he said, you will know where the major hot spots will be, for there is great satanic strongholds that have tried to be built up around those areas because they know they've seen it since the testing of time. I've had these places picked out, Brandon. He said, it's not just something new. I've known, I've, I've known, this is what I predestined to come to pass, the manifestation of what I want for the last outpouring. And there was, there was trying to be these, um, these big, dumb devils all gathered around those places trying to chant, doing their stupid stuff, trying to stop the, the manifestation, trying to hold back the power and the manifestation of what God's trying to do. But, oh, are they so dumb. There's no one going to be able to stop this last move. I don't care how big you think you are. God is going to plow you over like a steamroller. There's nobody going to stop this revival. God's going to have his way in this earth. 
I saw uh, Branson City, Missouri, a great revival happening in Branson City, Missouri. I saw Kentucky. I saw it on the eastern seaboard around North Carolina, South Carolina area, all in through that area. I saw a great revival happening. They're not, it's not that it's not going to happen all over the place. But the Lord said, I am not going to do it. A lot of it, this last revival will not be inside of major four walls of a building. He said, I'm going to do it in Walmart. I'm going to do it in the, in the grocery stores. I'm going to bring the great revival all throughout America and around the world just in the streets, just in the parks, just in wherever I tell you, at a bus stop. It doesn't have to be at a church. He said, it's going to be me manifesting in my people in a way that it was like you were like in the book of Acts. Okay? So, uh, I saw it happening like that. I saw I-35 in the central part of America. I saw millions of people coming to the central part of America. And they were all coming by the millions. And there were so many people that were coming here because of the natural disaster. There's a big event that happens before the revival, a great shakening. There's a great shakening coming, okay? So when this happens, I saw all these people coming to central parts of America, trying to come. They, and there's so many people. There's no houses to rent. There's not enough hotels. So people have tents. Say the tents are all the same. So I know it has to be some kind of government-issued tent. So their, their tents are all the same in these fields, unless the church buys them. I don't know. I don't want to assume. So, I, I, you know, it's just me talking to you all. Um, there's tents, and there, there's fields full of tents, like the hippie movement, of people coming just for the revival and, and, and trying to get a touch from the Lord. Okay? I saw uh, glory domes. There was massive these glory domes where these pillars of light were at, okay? And everyone that comes into those glory domes, not one person touches them. They are healed by the power of God. They are touched by the power of God. I saw their arms grow out. They come through that glory dome, and their arms or their legs or their eyes, everything instantaneously, they're blind, healed by the power of God. And it's a last uproar. He told me, he said, I will not share my glory anymore with man about what's about to happen. He said in the 50s and in the 10 revivals, there was always a man there that got a lot of the glory. They always like, hey, Alan, these people, they always say, oh, man, look, let's look at them. He said, but Brandon, I will not allow that to happen anymore. I am going to get all the glory, all the praise, and all the honor, for I am a good God, and I am a holy God, and there will be a major move of my presence upon this earth. And I'm telling you all, I hope you're ready because we're about to see something that a lot of you never believed we would. But I'm telling you, it's going to be a, a, a massive move of God. Now, will everybody see it? There'll be a lot of scoffers. There'll be a lot of people that mock it. And there'll be a lot of people that try to come against it and say, this isn't a move of God. There'll be the Pharisees in the corner <laughs> with, their little, with their little devil horns. God's not doing nothing in the earth. See, this is all made up, charismatic flakiness. But I, the Lord told me, he said, I am going to bring the walls of religion down. Okay? There will be no Baptist, there will be no Methodist, there will be no Catholic or, 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 or Church of Christ. He said, I'm going to make it into a unified body, all doing what God's called us to do. And that's to save the lost, bringing forth the harvest. You know... 
I will describe it like this, and I said this before. It's a lot of similar, not saying it will be an event like 9-11, but it was a lot similar how everybody was so patriotic and so uh, together and so, like, uh, uh, run into the churches and everything during 9-11 when everybody was so freaked out whenever the, the Twin Towers happened and all the stuff with the terrorists happened. He said that it was like so much unity there for about six months or so. This is the same kind of patriotic, the same kind of movement in the body of Christ of what's going to happen again. It will be the same kind of movement, but even greater, an even greater movement. But I wanted to give a, a recap of everything that the Lord has showed me about these revivals, about the massive things that happened in North Korea. A massive revival happened in North Korea. The angels coming out of the sky. I saw these angels coming out of the sky. I saw the massive amount of, uh, of, of stars. They look like stars falling upon the earth. But the Lord said, I'm sending my angel armies. And they're coming down and they're getting all the people in North Korea saved and South Korea. And, and they were bringing Libera liberation for the people of North Korea from the from all their oppression of the the demonic uh, government there, and so I saw that happening. I saw um, just a massive amount of awesome stuff happening, y'all. Jesus Christ is fixing to do something huge, and I want you to be a part of it. If you're not born again, you need to get born again. If you are not uh, filled with the Holy Ghost, you should get filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm going to pray for you. We're going to believe God. You're going to get baptized in the Holy Ghost. If you're believing for healing, let's start it today. Faith is now. Faith is now. It's not all, We're believing for, for faith uh, is an act. Faith is now, but we're believing for it. We're not going to believe for tomorrow because we're believing for it now. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and evidence of things not seen. Now faith is. Not tomorrow. Now. It's like my little little girl says all the time. Daddy, we're believing for Megan's healing. Not tomorrow, not the next day, but we're believing for it now. We're believing for the manifestation now. We're believing for all Megan to talk and do all the things that we need her to do now. And so my little girl says that all the time to me. Dad, you're, we're not praying for tomorrow. We're praying for today. Stretch your hands out right now. Just believe it. Just believe it. Father, right now in the name of Jesus. I come before you boldly into that throne. And I say in the name of Jesus, these people are delivered. I bind and cast out every devil that's binding them, hurting them or harming them in any way. Perversion of all kinds. I speak to you, you demonic stronghold. You come out of them now in Jesus' name. Come out of them now in Jesus' name. Be free from that demonic stronghold. Come out of their body now in Jesus' name. I curse you by the power of God, devil. And I say in the name of Jesus, you are free from that demonic stronghold. Come out of them in Jesus' name. You are free. For whom the Son is set free is free indeed. I speak healing and wholeness and deliverance over your body. I speak for blind eyes to be opened. I speak for ears to be opened right now. I speak for your heart to be restored. I speak for your legs and arthritis to go away. I speak for your, your brain and fogginess of thinking and depression and anxiety and fear. Be broken off of your life. Strongholds be broken. I speak to asthma in people's body. I speak to chronic pain. I say go in the name of Jesus. I call you healed and whole and well by the power of the blood of Jesus. By his stripes you are healed. 
By his stripes you're whole. And I call you delivered from sickness and disease. I call you delivered from, 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 from poverty and lack and not enough and barely getting by. I command it to go out of your life in Jesus' name. I call deliverance of finances. I call a harvest of finances into your life. Father, I believe we receive right now everything, every need, every, every, every bondage broken off of their lives in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you, Lord. You're an awesome God. You're faithful. You're faithful to do that which you promise. Father, I thank you, Lord. We stagger not at the promise of God through unbelief, but we're strong in faith, giving glory to God, being fully persuaded that what you promise you're able also to perform. I thank you, Father. What you've promised us, Lord, you're able also to perform it. I believe in for these people right now for deliverance in their bodies. I believe it. God, you're a healer. Have mercy on us. Just like blind Bartimaeus, we, we say that Jesus, son of David, have mercy on us. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on us. Just like the woman with the issue of blood, we press forth and we go through there and we grab onto that, that, that hem of it. And as she said, if I could just touch his hem, I shall be whole. Lord, we press for that hem right now. We call upon you, Jesus, and we ask you, have mercy on these people. Deliver them, Father. I thank you, Lord, that you've already healed their bodies and we take authority over the sickness. We're not waiting for it to be done. We thank you for the manifestation, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your deliverance. We take authority over the healing over their body. We speak to those things right now. We speak to the healing. We speak to it. Be healed and whole and well by the power of the Lord. It's in us. We have authority. We have deliverance. We have the power and authority to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You set us free. Thank you, Lord. We have power and authority and dominion over all sickness, over all disease. And nothing shall by any means hurt us. Nothing. 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 You're a faithful God. You're what we worship you. Oh, how He loves you and me. Oh, how He loves you and me. He gave His life. What more could He give? Oh, how He loves you. Oh, how He loves me. Oh, how He loves you and me. Oh, how He loves you and me. Oh, 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You are beautiful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, praise God. Praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Wow. What an anointing, hallelujah, word. Praise your name, Jesus. Praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God is good. Praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Lord. Praise your name, Jesus. Oh, Heavenly Father. I pray, Heavenly Father, hallelujah, that you will touch your people tonight, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. To the Lord's hour, my brothers and sisters. Welcome, welcome to the Lord's hour. May God bless everyone who's listening in the Lord's hour. Everyone who is in the chat in the chat room. Let me get the volume up here. And everyone, hallelujah. Who is in the air listening on the archives? May God bless you. May God bless you. Hallelujah. Praise God. This is the Lord's hour. Oh, Heavenly Father, forgive us our sins, Jesus. We repent, Lord, from all type and kind of a sin, Lord. Lord Jesus, that I have committed against you, Lord Jesus. I am so sorry. I repent, Jesus. Oh, Lord, cleanse me, Lord Jesus, from all unrighteousness and keep me clean, Lord. Lord, we prayed. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us, Jesus. We repent, Jesus, from all type and kind of a sin, Lord. Since the day, Lord Jesus, that I was born until now in the last second of the rapture, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, Lord, forgive us, Lord Jesus. Cleanse us with your mighty blood, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. Praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah, Holy Spirit. Come down with fire and power all over this place. Come down with fire and power all over this place, Holy Spirit of God. Touch your people tonight. Minister to your people tonight. And touch, touch, touch your people tonight. Holy Spirit, give me words. I'm just your servant, Lord Jesus. Use me, Lord Jesus. To you be the glory, Lord Jesus. To you be the glory and the honor, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, God is good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. Oh, God is good. Hallelujah. For this is what the high and exalted one says. Isaiah 57, 15. He who lives forever, whose name is holy. Hallelujah. Whose name is holy. I live in a high and holy place, but also with the one who is contrite and lowly in spirit. Hallelujah. To revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. Country. Praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. 
hallelujah, hallelujah. That's right. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God is good. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Lord, 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 Jesus. Touch your people tonight, Lord. My brothers and sisters, hallelujah. God, hallelujah. Jesus is coming for his people. Jesus is coming for his people. Hallelujah. Do not lose your faith. Don't lose your faith. Hallelujah. Don't lose your faith. I know we have been saying this. We have been saying this. Don't lose your faith. Very important to continue. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Would you not revive? Would you, hallelujah, not revive us again? Again, that your people may rejoice in you. Listen to Hosea 6.2. After two days, he will revive us. Revival, hallelujah, is coming. On the third day, he will restore us that we may live in his presence. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. Then we will not turn away from you, Lord. Revive us and we will call on your name, Jesus. Lord, I have heard of your name. I stand in awe of your deeds. Lord, repeat them in our day. In our time, make them known. In wrath, remember mercy, Lord. Hallelujah. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, is the word of God, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will heal from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal the land. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And afterward, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. And that's exactly what has been happening for years. Hallelujah. And it continues to happen. Praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days, said the Lord. And afterward, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream in dreams. Your young men will see visions. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. We are living the last days. My brothers and sisters, don't lose your hope. Don't lose your faith because, hallelujah, Jesus is coming back. I will show wonders in the heavens and on the earth. That's the word God, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood. This is very important. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. 
And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. For on Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, there will be deliverance. As the Lord has said, even among the survivors whom the Lord calls. Hallelujah. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching. Hallelujah. The law, the law of the Lord is perfect. He is perfect. Refreshing the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the temple. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, restore us, Lord God Almighty. Make your face shine upon us that we may be saved, my Lord. Hallelujah. We need to cry out to the Lord and speak the Lord like no ever. Do not touch your bodies for the dead or put tattoos. Don't put the two marks on yourself. I am the Lord, says the word of God in Leviticus 19.28. Don't lose faith. Do not get entertained with the with things in this world because this world this world is gonna it's gonna pass away. But his word will never pass away. Create in me a pure heart. We gotta ask the Lord to create a pure heart upon us. Oh God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Hallelujah. Oh Lord, hallelujah, oh God Almighty, renew and step best here within me. There's so many, hallelujah, of us, so many Christians are getting attacked right now. Hallelujah, we gotta break like no ever because time is running out. Time, hallelujah, is about to expire. Come near to God and he will come near you, says the word God. Watch your hands, you sinners, says the word God in James 4, verse 8. And purify your hearts, you double-minded. Don't let anyone receive you in any way, for that day will not come until the rebellion occurs. And that man of loudness is revealed, the man doomed to destruction, the Antichrist. Hallelujah. And it's about to happen, my brothers and sisters. Look on your left. Look on your right. Look everywhere. Hallelujah. The word of God. Hallelujah. It will always be the truth. And the word of God. Hallelujah. Will be forever and forever. It's not, it's just a storybook, no. The word of God is the word of God, hallelujah, and it's true, hallelujah. That's why everything that has happened and everything that is happening and everything that continues to happen, hallelujah, is happening because the word of God said it, it is, it's already saying it, hallelujah, and how do we know, how do we know? How do we know the future? Reading the word of God. How do we know where we stand? Reading the word of God. We will never get lost if we continue to read the word of God. We will never lose hope. We will never lose faith. We will never be separated from Christ. We will never lose focus if we're reading and standing. Hallelujah. And if we're reading the word of God, and standing, hallelujah, with Jesus. But very truly I tell you, says the word God, it is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. Hallelujah. And thank you for the Holy Spirit, God Almighty. John 16, verse 7. Thank you so much. Because the Holy Spirit is, hallelujah, the one who is helping us to keep ourselves on track, helping us 
to stay focused with Jesus, helping us to give us conviction of sin. When we sin, the Holy Spirit let us know so we could go and repentance, hallelujah, and ask for repent to our Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah. I will surely gather all you. I will sh- surely gather all of you, Jacob. I will surely bring together the, the remnant of Israel. I will bring them together like sheep in a pen, hallelujah, like a flock, and it is faster. The place will, will, will throw with people. The one who breaks open the way will go up before them. They will break through the gate and go out. Their king will pass through before them. The Lord at their head, he will confirm a covenant with many for one seven in the middle, hallelujah, of the seven. He will put an end to sacrifice and offering. And at the temple, he will set up an abomination that causes desolation until the end that his decree is poured out on him. Daniel 9, 27. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Would you not revive us again that your people may rejoice in you? Psalms 8, 5, 6. For that says, hallelujah, the one who is high and lifted up, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place, hallelujah, Father God, and also with him who is of the country and lonely spirit to revive the spirit of the lonely and to revive the heart of the country, of the country. Restore us, O Lord God of hosts. O Lord, restore us, Lord. Oh, please, Lord Jesus, have mercy. Restore us, Lord. Spread out and say, restore us, O Lord God of hosts. Let your face shine that we may be saved. Hallelujah. Psalms 8, 80, 80, 19. Let's draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, just the word of God, and purify your hearts. You double-minded. We've got to ask the Lord to purify our hearts. We've got to ask the Lord to cleanse us every day. I do it every day, hallelujah, even before coming to the Lord's hour. I don't mind doing it because when I come to the presence of the Lord and I'm come because this is the church, this is the church of the Lord, hallelujah, I have to come and say it every time I come to the Lord's hour, Lord, I repent because everyone sins. I repent, I repent, my Lord, have mercy on me. Cleanse me, Jesus, with your mighty holy blood. Why should I be ashamed? We're all sinners. We have to repent. If we want God to use us, we have to repent. Every time we come here to the Lord's hour, hallelujah. So then God, hallelujah, can he use me the way how he wants me to use me? The way how he wants it. Because it is about him. It's not about me. It is about him, and it is, and it is to bring, hallelujah, the souls, all those people, hallelujah, to the Lord Jesus. And the Lord Jesus is the one who touches, hallelujah, the people's heart. The Holy Spirit touches, hallelujah. And that's for, that is why when I come here, I say, Lord, here I am. I'm sorry. I repent, Jesus, cleansing from all unrighteousness. Keep me clean, my Lord, and use me, Lord, 
however you please, my Lord. This is about Jesus. Hallelujah. This is about our Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. The hand of the Lord was upon him. He is 37, And he brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the middle of the valley. It was full of bones and let, and, and he led me around among them. And behold, there were very many on the surface of the valley. And behold, they were very dry. And he said to me, son of man, can these bones leave? And I answered, oh, Lord God, you know. Then he said to me, prophesy over these bones and say to them, oh, dry bones, hear the word of God. Hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, behold, I will cause breath to enter you and you shall leave. So when the word of God, when God uses anyone, hallelujah, he uses to He wants to have mercy. And he speaks to his people. Hallelujah. The Lord loves us. But let's remember that he's a consuming fire too. And that he is God of wrath. And he's a loving God too. But we have to, we have to know that. Hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, Jesus, hallelujah. Jesus, hallelujah. He's coming. He's coming, my brothers and sisters. I had a short dream. I had a short dream, and I saw the Lord on the sky coming. The the rapture was happening, and I was... Meeting the Lord, uh, Brother LD was there, and we both we were we were get, we were cutting up on the clouds, and then Hallelujah, this was so beautiful, and and then he was he was looking at us. That's why my brothers and sisters, we gotta be careful when we come to the Lord's hour. Hallelujah, we have to be. We got to be careful. He was happy to see us. And he was he was smiling to us and he was saying, finally, you're home. Oh, I was so happy. I saw my brother, Elvis, too, smiling. I, we were, I was just focusing on Jesus. And, and he was, he was happy. He was happy of the work that I was that I was that we were doing, excuse me. And then I feel bad at the same time because I'm thinking, Oh, I haven't been preaching enough. That's what I was saying there. I was thinking, excuse me, I was thinking I'm not I haven't been preaching because of uh because of the my my um uh, uh I'm a single woman and um and I work and I got my family, and um, I got my dad, and and then also um, I had a uh, my son that came to visit me because he moved to another state. He came to visit me, and if it's not one thing, it's another thing. 
Um, so it's not that I don't want to come, hallelujah. It's because sometimes something happens. My dad um, is going through a very, very tough situation. Uh, pray for my dad, brothers and sisters. Um, and the Lord understands. Um, I want I want to give more, more than I than I can. Sometimes I want to, sometimes I can. Hallelujah! But with the help of the Lord, my brothers and sisters, I come here and I do it. Hallelujah! I love the Lord and I love Him and I love Him, and and I'm just I'm. Um, He's, he's always here. He's always in my mind. And the Lord, hallelujah, is, a, is an awesome God. He loves us, my brothers and sisters. He's coming. He's coming. I I, I was there. I was, we were being raptured. He was happy. He was saying, well done. Um, my, my servants and... So this is a responsibility that the Lord gave us, my brothers and sisters. It's a responsibility. And we better be right with the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Um, the smiling of the Lord. It was, it, was, it was so, so beautiful, my brothers and sisters. So beautiful. And um, Sister Denise was there. Uh, he, she, she was, excuse me, she was at the house, uh, and she was saying, uh, she was saying actually the things that I was saying uh, to the Lord, and uh, it, it was kind of difficult to to express it and to um, to say it. Because you know my my uh, my sister is is praying, and she's um hallelujah she's trying and she's trying like we all are trying right our best to stay right with the Lord, and uh and 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 at that moment she was she was watching us being raptured and. Let's continue to pray for everyone, my brothers and sisters. Continue to pray. We pray for for Sister Denise too. I'm praying to Jesus that, Hallelujah, that she will be raptured, and uh, let's not lose hope. Let's not, please, don't lose hope. Don't lose your faith. Many Christians right now, uh, that's that's what's happening. You know, to some Christians that because. Um, they're saying in their heart, you know, the Lord is is, is slow and, and coming, and uh, why is taking so long? He knows, He knows best, and He knows when. Hallelujah! Father God knows that in the hour, and He knows when. Hallelujah! But we, my brothers and sisters, we know what is happening. Okay, we we're, we're seeing in in, in in conscious intentions. We're seeing uh, still Russia, right now. Um, other countries, uh, uh, you know, North Korea, um, um, so many things going on, my brothers and sisters. Like, um, 
you got to stay right with God. You got to stay right with God. Because any moment, any day, my brothers and sisters, hallelujah. Any moment, any day, we got to respect the Lord every day. Leave every day like if the Lord is going to come this very second. Leave it every day like that. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, I have heard the report of you and your work. Oh, Lord, have a good treat too. Do I fear? Oh, Lord, do I fear in the midst of the years, revive it. In the midst of the years, make it known in wrath. Remember mercy. Praise your name, Jesus. Create in me, O oh Lord, a clean heart. O oh God, renew a right spirit within me. Oh, hallelujah. We got to remember that we have to seek first the kingdom of God. Remember that, my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Seek first the kingdom of God. And remember his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Everything that is says in the word of God, that's exactly what it, how it is. Okay, so we have to live how the word of God is exactly how it's letting us know. For anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore, it says, awake, O sleeper. We have to awake. Okay, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Hallelujah. That's Ephesians 5, 5, verse 14. Repent, therefore, and turn back, Acts 10, 21, and tur- turn back that your sins may be blotted out. The times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he mercy send the Christ appointed for you. Jesus was Heaven must receive until the time for restoring all the things about which God spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets long ago. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. Praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And now, my brothers and sisters, we have to ask the Lord always to protect us from evil because Many of us, you know, have received attacks, okay? So fear not, for I am with you. Remember his word, Isaiah 41, 10. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you, and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So we always, we have to have faith. We got to always remember, hallelujah, we cannot be afraid of the things that are happening to us. Anything that the enemy have done or that he's doing and you're feeling you're getting attacked, remember that God is with you. So don't be dismayed and don't be afraid. Trust in Jesus. Hallelujah. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High, Psalms 91, 116. Hallelujah. Will abide in the shadow of all of the mighty, all of the almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God, in whom I trust. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. And these viruses, or another virus, or whatever is happening that I heard now, lepra. There's lepra now in, in, in some places in Florida. My brothers and sisters, 
of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions. And under his wings, his wings, you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night for the arrow that flies by day. No weapon that is fashioned against you shall end. You should, re, you, you should re, refute every tongue that arises against you in judgment. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their vindication from me declares the Lord. Isaiah 54, 17. But the Lord is faithful. And always remember that. That's why we got to be faithful too. He will establish you and guard you against the evil one. The Lord will rescue you from every evil deed and bring us safely into his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory forever and ever. Hallelujah. Praise the living God. The Lord is our shepherd. I should not, hallelujah, one. He makes me lie down in green pastures. We have to think and we have to remember. We got to remember about what the word of God tells us. He leads me besides the still waters. He restores my soul. Hallelujah. He leads me in path of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the, through the valley of the shadow of the death, whatever situation, Hallelujah. Whatever you're going through, no matter how difficult it is, no matter how hard it looks, even if you're walking through the valley of the shadow of the death, you shall not fear no evil, for you are, hallelujah, with me, says the word God. Your rod and your staff, they come for me. You prepare a table before me in a presence of the enemy. The enemy. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. This God is God is oh my God. God is so 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 good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God, my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold, and my refuge, my savior. When all these things happen, my brothers and sisters, and the events are happening, or the earthquake, or whatever it is. Volcano eruption, the waves, all these things. When we see these things happening, if our eyes are going to see it, we don't, I don't know. My brothers and sisters, we got to remember that he's a shield. And hallelujah, the horn of my salvation, my stronghold and my refuge, my savior. You save me from violence. I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, and I am saved from my enemies. All I know that there, we're going to see some events. Revival is going to have to happen. Hallelujah. Like our brother in, in, in the beginning of this hallelujah uh, message, uh, from the beginning, he was talking about revival. My brothers and sisters, yes, when all this happens, Something like that has to happen to wake, to wake people and to bring people into repentance. Many are going to come. Many are going to come. Hallelujah to Jesus. Be that way has to happen that way. He is our shield. He is, hallelujah, our salvation. Salvation. He is our stronghold. 
and a refuge. Oh, my Savior, who save us from violence. Remember, if you believe, if you confess it, and you believe, and you believe in his word, hallelujah, you will be, hallelujah, saved. We have to believe. We don't have to see to believe. That is faith. Faith is without seeing. And you already know the word of God is true. And it is written. Everything that is written in the word of God is true. Then it will come to pass. Do I walk in the midst of trouble? Psalms 138.7. You preserve my life. You, you stretch out your hand against the wrath of my enemies. And your right hand delivers me. The fear of the Lord leads to life. And whoever has it rest satisfied, he will not be visited by harm. Hallelujah, Proverbs 19:23. Beloved, never avenge yourself, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. So don't, don't, don't do avenge. Don't do those, you know, if someone has hurt you so bad and you're trying to revenge that, leave it up to the Lord. Leave it up to the Lord. You just pray, pray, pray for that person, hallelujah, that God, hallelujah, will have mercy and bless that person so then you will be the leader. By you praying for that person, that God will have mercy for that person, hallelujah, God is going to deliver you from unforgiveness because when we don't forgive, the enemy comes and puts chains in your body. And that is why the, the heart becomes like a, like a rock. And it is very difficult for that person to forgive. So instead of, a, instead of, instead of that, uh, having the enemy do that, no. We have to go to the Lord and say, Lord, help me. Help me, Jesus, to forgive. Help me, Lord. I can't do it. Please help me, Lord. Help me. And the Lord will help you. He will help you. Lord, I really don't like this person. I hate this person. And I got to be honest with you because you already know my heart. You know my heart, Lord. Please help me. Remove this hate away. Deliver me, Lord. And you bless that person. Bless that person. Even if it's difficult for you, even if it's difficult for you to bless that person, remember, you are going to be the liver. If you bless that person, if you pray for that person, pray for your enemies, says the word of God. If you pray, hallelujah, for that person, then ask the Lord and say, Lord, 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 please, uh, Lord, uh, I bless that person. Lord, I pray that you will do this and this and this, Lord Jesus, for this person. Don't pray good. Don't pray I want you to do this and I want you to, like, punish this person. No, 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 no. For, for, for that person to be blessed and for the Lord to have mercy for that person. But you got to do it from, your, from the heart. Even if, it, even if it's too difficult, remember, 
you do that, hallelujah, and God also will forgive you. Your prayers cannot be heard. If you have something against someone, you don't want your prayers to be like, you know, to stay under the, under the roof of your house. And God the Father will not hear your prayers because you cannot forgive. We have to get our house in order. We need to get ready with the Lord. We got to start obeying God. We have to get serious. Jesus is at the door. Jesus is about to get his people, hallelujah, home. You don't want to be left behind. You don't want to be, hallelujah, you don't want to be here, be left behind with the wrath of God. Because God is going, people are going to see his wrath uh, 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 at the tribulation. The tribulation is going to be, it's going to be, my brothers and sisters, it's going to be hell on earth. So we have to submit ourselves to God. We have to resist the devil right now, and he will flee from you. He will deliver you. You got to start forgiving people. You need to leave the world. You have to just start living obedience, hallelujah, to the Lord. We have to submit to the Lord. Submit yourself, therefore, to God, since the word of God in James 4, 7. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You are a hiding place for me. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with shouts of deliverance. Pray for deliverance. You want to be delivered? Would you like to be delivered? Start forgiving people. Psalms 32, verse 7. Start forgiving people. Hallelujah. Cleaning, hallelujah, his house. He's getting his, he's getting his bride ready. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He starts from, 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 from his church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hello, church. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep you going out in your coming. Just the word God in Psalms 121, 7, 8. Don't be afraid when this thing happens. Because he will keep you from evil. He will keep your life. Trust the Lord and trust in his word. This is the word of God. Psalms 121, 7 through 8. We need to start trusting God and believe in his word. We have to believe in his word. We have to believe in his word. He will keep your life, says the word God. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forever. Hallelujah. And he's a refuge. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. Even through I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So the Lord will fight for you, and you have only to be silent. Hallelujah. You go on difficult troubles, difficult situations. Hallelujah. The Lord will fight for you. And all you need to do is just to be silent. 
trust in the Lord. Trust in his word. Hallelujah. And he will do what it needs to be done. And he will deliver you. He will protect your family. Hallelujah. He will give you the answer. And he will fight for you. And he will protect you. Please start believing in the word of God. So we can confidently say, the Lord is my shepherd, my helper. I will not fear what can man do to me. If you are, if you're going through through court situation, and I know how stressful that is. Oh, I went through all that. Trust the Lord. Get your helper. Hallelujah. Don't fear. Whatever situation you're going through, he will help you. Hallelujah. The enemy has attacked some of the Christians. And remember, remember what happened to Joel, my brothers and sisters. Remember the story of Joel that the enemy went and and talked to God and um, God was letting him know like what he saw and then he was surrounded earth now remember that the enemy answer um, well if you do this if you do that he will he will talk again, and the Lord just allow that just to test, just to test Job and Job. Hallelujah, my brothers and sisters. He was faithful, and that's what we need to. That's what we have to do. Sometimes you know things happen, and it's it's not because of punishment. It's not because of whatever reason, whatever it was. Sometimes the case is is punishment, but it's not always the case. Sometimes God allow the enemy to do that, also to test these people to see how faithful, how faithful that person is. If you're going through divorce, I love you, Lord. I love you, Jesus. I cannot live without you. Please help me. Help me through this time of pain. You lost your husband. You lost your wife. Or you lost your kids. I love you, Lord. Help me through this time of pain. It's strengthening me. It's strengthening me, Lord. I cannot live without you, and I praise you. I praise you in the midst of pain, in the midst of tribulation, trials. I praise you. Sister, you say that, and it's not easy. Yeah, I know it's not easy. I went through tough times, difficult times. And I did praise the Lord in my horrible and my terrible pain. 
that I went through, I did praise the Lord. And I said, Lord, I praise your name. I love you, Lord. And I remember, I remember through my, uh, that time of pain that I was going through, I was, I remember having my fist and just hitting the floor down and looking down. And I said, you think I was, I was, I was telling Satan, you think that you're going to defeat me? You think that just because I'm going through this pain, you think that I, that's going to make me hate God? Oh, you're so wrong. You are so wrong. And you know what? You're actually making me stronger because I am going to bring, hallelujah, I, God is going to use me, hallelujah, to bring people to Jesus Christ. You'll see. That's coming. You're going to see it. You think that this pain that you that is causing me, that who knows what you have done, who knows what you say to God, just like Joe, because I did ask God many years ago to test me like Joe, and that test came. I, I said to the Lord, prove, prove my heart, Lord, prove me, and I will not fail you. I said, I love you even more, Jesus. I love you even more, Lord. I'm even stronger, Lord Jesus. Lord, I am losing my house. Yes, that's fine, Lord. I don't live only with material stuff. I lost my husband. That's okay, Lord. You are going to give me it. If it is your will, you're going to give me, Lord Jesus, one that it is, that is going to be, hallelujah, pleasing to you, Lord. Whatever it is. And if I don't have to be, Lord, with a husband, that's okay too, Lord. Whatever the Lord wants, Lord, I am your servant, and I love you, Jesus. No one, my Lord, will depart me from me, from you. No one, hallelujah, or Satan or demons, whatever they do, Lord, will depart me from you. Because without you, Jesus, I am nobody. Without you, Lord Jesus, I can't do nothing. Because I have you and I have the I have the Holy Spirit. That's how I make it here on earth. And I am so thankful, Jesus. I am so Lord thankful for the food that you have given me, for 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 everything, for my children, my Lord, that you gave me. You blessed me, Lord, with this beautiful kids that you have given me, Lord Jesus, and with the, 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 the house that I have right now, my Lord, and every situation. I praise the Lord. And I remember crying. I remember crying. I remember suffering. I remember just that it was so painful. And it wasn't just for weeks. It was years. Yes, there were times that I said, Lord, Lord, please take this pain away. Please, Lord, help me and have mercy. And the Lord have helped me since then. And the Lord have not left me since then because God is faithful. He will never leave you. And Lord Jesus, he has been my helper, my refuge, my stress. Hallelujah. I am a testimony. And I, I'm not ashamed of saying this. Absolutely not. Because God, hallelujah, he's my Savior. Because of Jesus, hallelujah, I'm going to heaven. Because of Jesus, hallelujah, I'm breathing. Because of Jesus, hallelujah, 
I have food in the house. Because of the Lord, hallelujah. I'm giving you the word of God, hallelujah. And the Lord, hallelujah, is my witness. And the Lord is my my helper. Without the Lord, I will not function. I don't even know how, I don't understand how can people not come to Jesus. I have no idea how can they do it without the Lord. I feel bad and I feel sad. Please, friends that are listening, every day is more difficult for you to be without Jesus because with Jesus, things are more easier. Because he gives you, he gives you also, he gives you, he gives you protection, he gives you hope. Hallelujah. He gives you joy in the middle of the of the pain. I'm not letting you know that you're never going to be, you know, not telling you that uh, every day you're just going to be happy. No, we're going to be 100% happy when we're in heaven. We're here. And this is, this is like a vacation. It's, a, it's like a vacation time here on earth. That's how I call it. I call it a vacation. A vacation time. It's a vacation time. You're going to be happy. Sometimes you're going to have pain. Sometimes you're going to, you know, you're going to go through difficult times. Sometimes you're going to go through troubles. Sometimes you're going to go through suffering. Sometimes even even uh, an illness. Sometimes this and sometimes that. But God is our helper. He is helping us through everything. Jesus, what happens? People commit suicide because they can't handle the pressure. They can't handle the pain. They can't handle it. Without Jesus, they 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 do. They make mistakes. Without Jesus, they can't continue with their life because it gets more difficult. All we need to do is repent and come to Lord Jesus. Lord, you're my Savior. Lord, please help me, Jesus. Have mercy on me. Write my name in the book of life, my Lord. Run, because time is running out. The great time is expiring. It is getting there. It's getting there. One of these days, my brother, we're going to fly home. You just got to leave every day. Like if it is the rapture day, every day. Hallelujah. Stay focused on Jesus and stay focused on his word, the word of God. Please read the word of God. Please, please. I do encourage you, please read the word of God. With the word of God, you will never be lost. If you don't read the word of God, you're going to be deceived. Please read the word of God. But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory, and the and the lifter of my head. This is the word of God in Psalms 33. Every word of God proves true. You see? You see? Proverbs 30, verse 5. Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Every word of God proves true. The word of God is true. That's the word of God, thing that is written in the word of God. Yeah. Hallelujah. 
has been has been uh, uh, every day. You know, yesterday, today, and tomorrow has been fulfilled. The word of God let us know. Hallelujah. This God, his way is perfect. Psalms 1830. The word of the Lord proves true. He is a shield for all those who take refuge in him. Behold, I am with you. Genesis 28, verse 15. Behold, I am with you and will, and will keep you wherever you go. And will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. The Lord is on our in our side. We should not fear. And you should not fear what men can do. You should not fear what demons demons can do. You should not fear what the enemy, what Satan can do. Because hallelujah. God is in our side. Hallelujah. So when you feel a spiritual attack, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my stress, my God in whom I trust, in whom I trust. And who do you trust? The word God too. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinion. And remember always this word. Remember always this verse. And under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day. Praise the living God. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. That's the enemy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall hurt you. Luke 10, verse 19. See how good God is? How good God is? Hallelujah. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various times. Remember. Remember, hallelujah, that God is on your side. And all we need to do is submit ourselves, therefore, to God. And all we need to do is resist the devil, and he will sleep from us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. And the word of God tells us where? In Hebrews 13, verse 8. Hallelujah. So, my brothers and sisters, we have to be sober-minded, be watchful. Because the adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion. That's what he did to Job. That's why he went up there, and he was he was he was judging him. He was just talking about him and speaking. He's always speaking someone to devour. So we have to stay Hallelujah, right with God. We've got to trust the Lord. We've got to trust His word. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. So always put the whole armor of God that you may, you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. That's what the word of God tells us in Ephesians 6, verse 11. Hallelujah. And we got to call upon the Lord Jesus. We got to call upon the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And we got to be ready. 
Hallelujah. Being in your heart, honor Christ, the Lord, as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you, yet do it with gentleness and respect. First Peter 3, verse 15. Therefore, you also must be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Matthew 24, 44. So what do we need to do? Wash therefore. For you know neither the day nor the hour, Matthew 25, verse 13. Hallelujah. So you also must be ready. For the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Luke 12, verse 40. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. And in the world you will have tribulation. But take heart, I have overcome the world, John 16, verse 33. So when you feel inside, when you feel in trouble, when you are going through all these trials, our pain, hallelujah, say, Lord, hallelujah, please surround me with peace. And my whole house, my Lord, help me, Jesus, hallelujah, he save us. He save us, and he help us. Hallelujah. So Titus 3, verse 5, he save us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of generation and renewal of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So my brothers and sisters, we've got to stay awake because we don't know. We don't know the day of when the Lord will come. But we have to be rapture ready like if it's going to be tonight, today, tomorrow, any day. Hallelujah. Because he's letting us know. He's letting us know. Watch therefore for you know neither the day nor the hour. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. So when you feel like giving up, be reminded that God loves you and wants to live life to the full. God's plan is to, hallelujah, is to protect you. God's plan is to bless you. God's plan, hallelujah, is according to his will and not to harm you. So if you're struggling in life, don't give up. Don't give up. Jesus doesn't give up on you. You don't give up. Jesus is faithful to us, so we have to be faithful to him. Let's continue. Let's continue, hallelujah, until the last second that we're here. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the name Jesus. Hallelujah. Now remember, but as for you, be strong and do not give up, for your work will be rewarded. You will be rewarded in Second Chronicles 15, verse 7. Hallelujah. So let's not become weary in doing good for all the proper time. We will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Galatians 6, verse 9. So don't give up. Trust God. And don't lose hope. Don't not lose faith. The word of God tells us, hallelujah, to trust him. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, 
plans to give you hope and a future, so fear not, because he is with you. He is with us. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So let's seek the Lord. For no word from God will ever fail. Ever. Never fail. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Stay rapture ready. Then we who are alive, who are left, for those that doesn't believe in the rapture, First Thessalonians 4, or verse 17, uh, 4, verse 17. Or for the people that are listening in the Lord's hour, welcome, welcome, my friends that are listening. Please listen. This is what the word God says on First Thessalonians 4, 17. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds. In the clouds to meet the Lord where? In the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. Okay? So then after immediately the tribulation, immediately after the tribulation, Matthew twenty four, twenty nine, verse thirty one, of those days the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give his light, and the stars will fall from heaven. Imagine, oh my goodness, that's going to be powerful. And the powers of the heavens will be shaking. Wow. Uh, then will appear in heaven the sign of the Son of Man. Hallelujah. Wow. And then all the tribes of earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Hallelujah. And he will send out his angels with a loud trumpet call, and they will gather his elect from the fourth wind, from one end of heaven to the other. Praise your name, Jesus. Behold, he's coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who who, who praise him. Hallelujah. And all tribes of the earth will well on account of him, even so. Amen and amen. Revelation 1-7. For the Lord, hallelujah, himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with a voice of an archangel, and with a sound of the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. First Thessalonians four seventeen. First Thessalonians four sixteen eighteen for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with the cry of command with the voice of an archangel. Hallelujah, hallelujah. With the voice of an archangel and with the sound of the trumpet of God. Woo be loud. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, us, us, amen, who are left with, hallelujah, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. It's going to, that's going to be, ooh, it's going to be awesome, awesome day. And so we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with this words. And now, Revelation 3.10, because you have kept my word about patient endurance. That's why we gotta, we got to be patient. I know that. We just want to get out of here, my brothers and sisters. Uh, I mean, I, I want to get out of here, too. But we got to remember what the word God tells us. Hallelujah. To stay patient. Because you have kept my word about patient endurance. I will keep you from the hour of trial that is coming on the whole world to, to try those who dwell on the earth. And in a moment, in a twinkling of the eye, that's how fast it's going to be. First Corinthians fifteen fifty-two, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised. 
will be right imperishable, and we shall be changed. Hallelujah, hallelujah. But concerning that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father only, Matthew 24, 36. So what do we need to do? But watch yourself, lest your hearts be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and cares of this life. And that, uh, and that they come upon you suddenly like a trap, for it will come upon all who dwell on the face of the whole earth. But stay awake at all times, praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. Luke 21, 34, 36. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Therefore, we need to stay awake because we don't know the day. Hallelujah. You do not know on what day your Lord is coming, Matthew 24, verse 32. My brothers and sisters, hallelujah. So let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this word, Jesus. Because he's even preaching, hallelujah, to me. I read the word of God, and the Lord is preaching to me, too. I praise you, Lord. All the glory and the honor to you, Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, Holy Father, hallelujah. Oh, I praise you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. And thank you, Lord, hallelujah, for giving me, the Lord Jesus, this opportunity, Lord, to come, Lord Jesus, and tell others about you, Lord. About you, Jesus, Lord, oh, Lord, touch your people, Lord Jesus, touch your people tonight, bring your people to you, hallelujah, thank you, Holy Spirit, for ministering to your people, oh, Lord, God Almighty, oh, Lord, hallelujah, God Almighty, I praise your name. Oh, Lord Jesus. Even given the word of God, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, gives me peace, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. I thank you so much, my Lord. Everyone who's going, Lord Jesus, to trials, to tribulations, difficult times, whatever it is, Lord Jesus. Lord, help them, Lord Jesus. Help us all, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Help your people to forgive. Lord Jesus, help us all, Lord Jesus, to stay right with you when that day comes, Lord Jesus. Help us all, Lord Jesus, to trust in you and to be, hallelujah, to be right with you when that day comes, Lord. Help us, Lord Jesus, to keep our house in order. And Lord Jesus, hallelujah, we pray, Lord Jesus, depart the enemy, Lord Jesus, from us, Lord Jesus. May the Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you, Satan, you and your demons. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for always helping us, for always, Lord Jesus, looking out for us, for, for always staying with us. Oh, God Almighty, 
like I, I say to you, Lord Jesus, and you know that I, I, I say to you, I'm not worthy of you, Lord Jesus. I'm not, Lord Jesus. I'm another sinner, too, because of your mercy, my Lord. Hallelujah. Because of your mercy, Lord Jesus. I'm saved. I thank you so much. This is all for you, my Lord. All, all the glory to you, my Lord. You don't share your glory with nobody. Hallelujah. All the glory to you, Jesus. And the honor to you, my Lord. I praise your name, Yeshua HaMashiach. And Lord, we're waiting for you to come. Oh, it's going to be an awesome. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be an awesome moment. I saw that. I saw that. And I saw that in my dreams, Lord. Oh, Lord. That's going to be a beautiful moment when you, hallelujah, tell us. Yeah, that, when, when, I was, when I was having that dream, uh, the Lord also, the Lord also wants to be with us. He also wants to be with us. He was looking at us and he's like, oh, he's like, he has like a little, his little shoulder. Oh, my little ones. We're finally here. I remember seeing his face. He was so happy. Because also the bride was with him. Oh, but it was just the dream. It was bad. I wanted to have the Lord. Please come to Jesus. Please give your heart to Jesus. Please get saved. Please, time is running out. This little grace that we have is soon is going to get expired. When the grace is gone, we're going to be gone. Hallelujah. Our time, hallelujah, at that moment when the dream, the dream that I had, it, it was done. We were not preaching no more. That was it. We were with the Lord. And he was with us. And the Lord wants all of us to be with him. Please run to the Lord Jesus. Say, Lord, forgive my sins, my Lord. It doesn't matter what you did. It doesn't matter what you did for the Lord. All you need to do and say is, Lord, please, I repent. Have mercy on me and have mercy on my soul, my Lord. Please, I repent, my Lord. Lord, take me in the rapture. Let him know that. Friends that are listening, how are you going to go with him? You give, hallelujah, your life to Jesus. You give, give your heart, give your heart to Jesus. And ask the Lord to come, hallelujah, to come in your life. And say, Lord, forgive me, Lord. I, I, I accept you, Lord Jesus, in my heart. Hallelujah. And I, in my Lord, hallelujah. Forgive my sins. I repent from all types and kind of a sins that I committed against you, Lord Jesus. Tell them. Tell them and say, Lord. Hallelujah. Say, Lord, I repent. And cleanse me from all unrighteousness and keep me clean, my Lord. And forgive me all types and kind of a sins that I have committed against you since the day that I was born until this moment and until the last very second of the rapture. Gonna happen. Please read the word of God. I read a couple verses to you regarding the rapture. Believe in the Bible, believe in his holy word. 
I don't say this thing. I read the word of God. Hallelujah. And it is the word of God. Jesus don't want no one to be perished, but to have an abundant, abundant life. To have, hallelujah, a blessed and prosper, hallelujah, life here on earth and also in, in heaven. God is so good. God is so good that he wants all good, hallelujah, for us. And he helped us. He helped us to wipe our failure. We all have failed. We all fail, my brothers and sisters. And the Lord pick us up, and the Lord help us, and the Lord save us. Say, Lord, write my name in the book of life and save me, Lord. Do not leave me here for the tribulation, my Lord. Have mercy of me. Help me to stay in obedience with you. If I don't know for what reason, but there's going to be many that are going to be left behind. And for whatever the reason that it will be, you make the Lord no Lord. Whatever it is, help me, help me to make that change. Help me, Lord Jesus. Lord, purify my heart. Go within me in the spirit. My Lord, I don't want to I don't want to be left behind. What is it that I need to do? Please let me know what I need to do so I can accomplish that. Let me know. What am I failing, my Lord? Please. So then, Lord, I can I can repent. And with your help, I can change that. Help me stay in obedience. Help me to help me, Lord Jesus. There are some people that they have troubles accepting their mistakes. They have troubles accept their when something you know when something happens uh, and they have troubles to tell the truth they have troubles accepting uh, their error their mistake and accepting what they have done what they have been, what they do whatever challenges whatever Everyone has a challenge. Whatever your challenge is, you say, Lord, break this. Please help me. And pray to God. Ask the Lord to deliver you. Whatever it is that is going to keep you, that is that is going to make you stay here in the left behind, it is it is now or never. Lord, show me what it needs to be done. Show what has to be done, Lord. I want to obey you. Change me and deliver me, Lord. But I don't wanna I don't wanna miss the rapture. I don't wanna be here left behind. I wanna be with you, my Lord. So whatever challenge, whatever type of kind of a problem or whatever the challenge might be that you're facing and that is very difficult for you to process that also have to break that flesh 
your spirit has to be stronger than your flesh. Don't let your flesh keep you here. Don't let your flesh make you be left behind. Don't cuss, whatever it is. You do it out of obedience. Hallelujah. And then with the help of the Lord, and then you do it and you pass that praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So pray, continue to fast, and keep looking up because the king is coming back. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. My brothers and sisters, God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. And can stay rapture ready every day. Keep looking up because the king, hallelujah, is coming back, my brothers and sisters. Praise the name of the Lord. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, pray for me. Pray for my family as I pray for you. May God bless you. May God bless you. And keep looking up. Keep looking up. Trust the Lord. Hallelujah. And trust in his word. Read the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you, my brothers and sisters. May God bless you. Shalom, shalom. Two of our children have had dreams in regards to end times um, and war. And um, I have dreams, and my husband has visions. And so I'm going to start off with um, a message that I received. And it was actually a message that was, this is the very first message that I received in regards to World War III. I had no clue about it prior to that. And so it was a message about World War III, and um, and it had to do with um, that there's going to be nuclear weapons involved, that America is coming under judgment for turning away from from the Lord, and that we will be attacked by Russia and nuclear weapons. And the Lord came to me and said that this is a message for my brother. I had another dream in which I was I was in a, in a house that it, it wasn't my own. I don't know where I was, but I was with my family. I felt like maybe there were some other people there. And I just felt like I felt like the Lord jolted my heart, like he was trying to get my attention. And I felt I felt I heard all this static in my head. And I felt like that static was the Lord was telling me to turn the radio on. And so I turned the radio on and um, and the, on the radio it said, um, you know, it was talking about Russia and it was saying um, about moving. And I knew the Lord was telling me that um, we were getting ready to be attacked and that we were supposed to go to a different location. And so um, I just remember scrambling to pack and and trying to quickly leave. Last week I had I had a dream where I was I was um, I was a soldier and I I wasn't I didn't feel like I was in America for some reason I don't know where I was um, and I I was captured um, I was captured by um, a, a different different armed 
armed um, soldiers, and I and I don't know what country they were from. And I just remember being taken to this room with these other women and uh, being questioned. And I knew in my heart that um, I was going to be killed. And they were being really nice to me, but I knew that this was just a front to get information out of me. And I knew that I was going to be killed afterwards. And and then I went to, they were taking me to a different location. Um, I had all this peace inside um, uh, that only could come from the Lord at the time, even though I knew that where they were taking me, that's where I was going to be killed. And then in the same same dream, I it, it completely changed scenery. And I, I now was in America, and I wasn't a soldier. And I was um, I was at my husband's grandmother's farm, and we were well. It was just me, and I was I was looking from a distance, and in the distance, I could see this really large trench, and it was a really huge trench, and there were these tanks, military tanks, and I they were they were shooting into the trench, and. I felt in my heart that they were shooting at people. Um, I just had this feeling that there were people in the trench. Um, but after the after the tanks left, I I went to the trench to see who like who was in there, and I didn't see any people. I only saw cows in there, and because uh, there are cows at this farm, and I only saw dead cows in this trench and and no people, and so. Um, and then there was another part of the dream where I, um, I followed these tanks to see where they were going. And I remember crawling inside of like a storm dream to, to try to hide and from these tanks. And, but I, I remember the feeling that they knew I was in, in the drain and in the storm drain and that, that I was going to be killed. And I, I didn't know how they knew I was in this storm drain. And, and so when I woke up from this dream, I, I did some research because I, I remembered what the tanks looked like. And I, I had never looked up tanks to see, you know, military tanks to see what countries have what tanks, what they look like. And these tanks were distinct and they had, they were this camo pattern. And I, I started looking up the U.S. and Russian um, tanks and uh, the U.S. tanks were just solid in color, and, and and the Russian tanks. When I looked those up, it was it was a Russian tank, uh, military tank, and so that was um, the last dream that I've had. And so, in regards to my husband's visions, he uh, he's only had visions one time, and they all came in, in the same night. Um, he said he didn't really sleep much at all that night, and and so this happened probably about a month ago. How my husband's vision started was he 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 got up, he woke up, and uh, he was just laying there praying. And next thing he knew, um, he saw this Bible, and this Bible the pages were just flipping really fast, and 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 then the pages just stopped, and then he. Um, it stopped at particular scripture, and and whenever he was looking at the scripture, he only could see 
like he could see like there was a bunch of writing, but he, he was he was just focused. He was just focused on specific scripture that the Lord was trying to show him. And so it was two pieces of scripture that he was shown um, that night. And um, those two pieces of scripture are Acts 2.17. So I'm going to turn there. And Acts 2.17 says, um, And it shall come to pass in the last day, in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophecy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall see dreams, and or shall have dreams. And so this was the first one that the Lord brought him to. I feel like the Lord was telling him that this is the time of the end and that he, um, this is why he's getting visions. And um, the second piece of scripture that he was brought to was Revelations. And it was Revelation 6.15. And it reads, And the kings of the earth and the great men and the rich men and the chief captains and the mighty men and every bondman and every freeman hid themselves in dens and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the lamb. And then um, that was the last thing he saw in the Bible. Um that the God was showing him, and then the scenery changed. And then he was standing on top of this hill, and he was looking in the distance. And in the distance, he could see the mountain where Camp David is. And um, Camp David is the underground bomb shelter for the president. And he he was looking at this mountain, and he said all of a sudden multiple missiles were fired at Camp David and he just saw missile after missile after missile hit Camp David and he said um, he just remembers feeling in his heart that that the whoever was in that bomb shelter wasn't going to get out um, he just felt that in his heart and that was um, so those were the two the two visions that my husband had um, I'll, I'll now tell you about my daughter, my daughter, and her um, and her dreams. Um, now, my daughter has been walking with the Spirit of God for years, and I didn't even realize it. I didn't even know what it meant to be born again. I thought I considered myself a Christian. I had no clue. I didn't know all of the things that she was doing were, um, you know, all the things that she was changing in her life were was because that the Holy Spirit was convicting her. And probably about four or five years ago, she had a dream. And in this dream, she remembers being prepared. She, she knew she was being prepared by the Lord to fight. And it was a spiritual battle. And she was going to be in, in, in God's army. And she was going to be fighting the forces of evil in her dream. And this was many years ago. Well, many years ago, four or five years ago. Not really many, but anyway. But uh, that was the first dream that she had. And recently, this was just um, last week, she had this dream where she saw this map. And on the map, she saw all of our streams and lakes and rivers and all of our bodies of water. And then she saw 
all of them start to recede and they were all drying up and there was there was no more water and she felt the Lord telling her that God will provide for his people that she shouldn't worry that God was going to provide for his people and and then um, the scene switched and she um, she saw uh, one of her family members and I'm not going to say who but this family member became really disoriented and it was as though they were possessed and that person began to transform into an evil giant and then this person went to the cities to harm people and um, that was the end of her dream her dreams that she's had recently and my my son uh, he's he's only eight and um, the things that have uh, you know how God has been working in his heart has been crazy uh, he will feel the Holy Spirit he, he'll feel all this warmth inside he'll tell me how mom I just feel all this warmth inside and I just love God I just love Jesus so much mom and it just warms my heart and so um, he has felt the need to talk to certain people about the Lord. He feels like the Holy Spirit guiding him to do so. Um, he's had a message for me. Um, there was, uh, when I first got the message about, you know, World War III and the nuclear bombs, and I started to realize that the end times are coming. I actually was hoping in my heart that I was going to be taken out with one of the nuclear bombs. I thought, oh, it'd be nice just to be taken out quickly and, and you know, not to have to you know to suffer through the tribulation and so there was this one night that that my son came up to me and he said mom I have a message I have to tell you and he said the Lord wants you to know that if you have faith that he will protect you from those bombs and oh it just I felt like that message meant so much more than that it, I I do have faith that God would protect me if that's his will and but I felt like the message meant more because God knew that my in my heart I was hoping to go out with one of these bombs and I felt like this was God telling me this is not your time this is not my that's not my will for you you have a job to do and that job is to save souls and I feel like he's preparing me for something in the time of the end and I, I don't really know what what that is um, but I feel like that was a message of you know have your your job's not done, and and um, I need to have faith in in God's will for me. I love you, friends. Uh, God bless. Um, this message wasn't meant to bring fear to anybody. Uh, it's you know I just have to share what the Lord has revealed to me. I um, I had a dream, and this dream I was back home in Toronto, and um, I was walking around a city street, and as I looked up, I could see warplanes flying overhead, and I just for some reason, I knew that they were Russian planes and that they were going towards the U.S. And um, I'm not sure exactly how I knew, but I knew, um, I knew wholeheartedly that it was Russia that was flying overhead. And they were not flying um, to Canada, but they were flying just past Canada and into the U.S. So uh, I shared that with Philip after he shared his, um, his revelation with me and um, just felt uh, confirmation with that. I have a crazy dream to tell you. If I do start crying, you know, it is what it is, but it was very serious and very, very sad to me. So I will be sharing that with you now.
So the dream starts out. I'm walking into my grandparents, um, the grandparents on my dad's side. I open the door, and my wife's parents are sitting in a living room. My daughter walks up from the doctor's office in my grandfather's room. He was a doctor. At the to- um, at the at the home, it was in, on the mid-level. She walks up, and she's crying. I guess, what's the matter, honey? What's going on? She says, Rose's parents, they haven't told you? I'm like, I'm puzzled. She walks uh, me to the TV, and Taiwan has been attacked, and um, they're being slaughtered. She looks at my uh, my wife's parents and says, the Philippines, the phone lines have all been hijacked. They're dead. Nobody can get through to anybody. Um, they can't get a hold of Rose's grandma. That's my wife's uh, grandparents. Um, the, news comes to, uh, the news cuts to a special report that North Korea has sent ICBMs to Japan, and two have been shot down already. Um, but exploded and believed to be of a nuclear force off of Hawaii. Um, they're telling people to shelter in place, and they show on the TV people running from the beach. For fear of imminent uh, catastrophe, prevailing winds will push fallout towards all major cities and mi- military installments. My dad walks down from the upstairs and is crying. He's holding my youngest son, um, Kylo. So, um, I ask, you know, where's Bodie? And he's like, Bodie's in school. Um, I'm like, well, we have to go get him. Like, what do you mean? Um, so we go, um, I run to the door to get to the car, and I see tanks are down at the end of the street. Um, the, uh, the way that the tanks are moving, you can see their exhaust, black, you know, black filling the air. The Humvee comes down from the mountain my grandparents lived on, and I go to get in my car, and it's dead. I run to the Humvee and ask for the military for a military escort to pick up my son. Um, is it okay if you guys take me to the, you know the school pick up my kid real fast? Um, the soldier from uh, the back window explains an EMP has been detonated above the clouds of the United States. Then says all buses have been ordered to Fort Dix. Um, it's a protection act, and he said like four four two three of the Government uh, Protection Act. Um, it is now in motion for the future of American values and humanity. Uh, I go and run back into the house, but now I'm standing in like military camo at my house, at my parents' house where they live. Um, the sky is orange. It's like the sun is setting. I'm looking for my wife. Uh, I have like an M14 uh, machine gun in my arms. Uh, the front door is locked, so I run to the backyard and I see my mom, and she's like crying her eyes out. I'm like, what's, Mom, what's up, man? What's going on? And then I see, the, I see I see, in front of her, I see, like, Boots stand, you know, sitting there um, with a helmet on top of him. Uh, my mom says, your father, you know, he really loved your kids. Um, I look around, I kind of look up, like, what? Like, what's going on? And the houses around me are all boarded up as if people aren't living them anymore or something. I don't know. Um, the sense was that like a lot of people had died my youngest runs up and says i miss poppy and i really miss Bodie. that's my middle son um the one that he took before dicks in the dream i start to kind of cry like i'm getting upset the sense is that everyone's dead and i go where's kylo mommy or where kylo where's mommy he looks up with a face of true devastation and being broken says mommy's fighting the war in heaven now so we can all be happy again a soldier comes up behind me and says, Lucifer is losing, sir. The Antichrist uh, killed a lot of good people and the only uh, made God's army stronger. 
and for that we'll have a place to go you know when we do die um the war in heaven is just getting worse and worse but uh, god's army is getting bigger and stronger and i kind of was walking to the front of the house and then i woke up but i just wanted to tell you guys about that dream and um the whole Taiwan thing is weird because I keep having these dreams that come true about all this stuff. So I don't know. I love y'all. Talk to y'all soon. As you can see, kind of the dream kind of broke me up. I'm kind of upset about it. But um, I love y'all. I had a very strong vision. It wasn't a dream. It was a vision. And I was taken up by a very powerful angel and taken to New York. And he took me up in this high-rise building. And at the very top, we were looking from that point towards the city. I could see the city of Manhattan. And the angel was talking to me. I just cannot remember the words. But he was talking about words of judgment. That's this much I know. And he was showing me everything that would take place in New York. And he started to show me through uh, uh, from this high rise a uh, nuclear war attack coming onto New York, and and missiles were raining upon New York, and I could see in slow motion, I could see each building pulverized as it was coming down. People had no time to run. People had no time to escape. This came suddenly. Suddenly in an hour, as he tells us in Revelation 18, it came suddenly, folks. And it was so devastating and so much. It was the entire city was being destroyed, utterly destroyed. I saw the Brooklyn Bridge, which is a bridge made out of steel. It snapped in like twigs in four pieces and, and it fell to the water. Like twigs that just snapped. The 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 violence of this attack was so strong and the, the amount of missiles that were coming down was so severe and everything was being pulverized before my eyes. And I'm I'm watching all of this in horror. And as I'm watching all of this, I see a major tsunami, like a major tsunami, come up and swallow up. It was swallowing up Manhattan. And like I said, the sky was totally gray, full of smoke, black, full of uh, missiles, uh, warplanes. Um all I can describe is like warplanes. I don't know if there were uh, drones, but it was a massive, massive attack taking place, and people had no escape. They had no. They could not run. Building after building after building after building, and this is what was shown to me. For the Lord warns His people before He brings judgment. He warns His people. I'm not telling you what to do. You have to seek the Lord and ask Him what to do. He will tell you what to do. But I tell you that it is dire that you seek Him. The Lord is warning His people with very 
strong messages to get his people to come back to him. He loves us. He adores us. And he doesn't want for any man to perish. It's for us to come to him and obey. Obey his word. Obey his commandments. Just a couple nights ago, the Lord actually gave me a dream. And this is how it goes. So my wife and I were ministering to a woman who we know. And we immediately felt a violent shake in the house. We run outside, look up. And I see that the streets from the distance, there's just black smoke just covering the skies. And when I start to see the smoke, me and my wife, our stomachs turned and we immediately knew, oh my gosh, it's here. The Lord warned us and it's here. The invasion is starting. And right when I looked up, I saw a Russian jet plane with a bunch of missiles on it swoop down and do a, a bombing pass over a freeway. I look to the right and I see the freeway and it's pretty much all across the United States. But these freeways were absolutely jam-packed with cars. As far as you could see, there were cars on top of cars on top of cars and people were honking and panicking and trying to escape. And the Russians blew up the freeway and it blew up all the cars. And when it blew up, me and my wife ran back inside, sat down and were like, well, we have to submit to what they're gonna do. And so the Holy Spirit took me in the spirit to show me what it will be like with the Russians ruling over us. And to put it quite simply, absolute lawlessness and affliction and i just saw how absolutely lawless it's going to be when the russians rule over the united states so when i woke up from this dream it literally felt like a physical bomb went off right next to me my body was shaking my ears were just about ringing and i'm not going to lie to you there was like a panic of war upon me i'm just being honest as if i was just in a battlefield and the lord just pulled me out and threw me into back into real life and i was just completely shaken up and the Holy Spirit started talking to me. And he said, the weak Christians won't make it. When bad things happen, the weak Christians are the ones who get an attitude when things don't go their way. He said, get used to all night prayer nights and get used to fastings. Get used to this so that when they invade, you have the spiritual stamina to respond correctly. I had a very vivid dream. In this dream, I had an individual uh, who I personally know who's in my family come to me uh, in this dream. And he says, have you... Uh, you need to check the news out. And I said, why? What's going on? He said, it's on all over the radio. It's on television. I said, what is it? He said, you need to go turn the television on. I said, okay, okay, okay. And I turn on the television. Um, and what I'm going to show you, and I try to find a, an image that would best depict what I saw in my dream. So this is the best thing I could find. And I'll elaborate a little bit more on this as I'm talking about this. But let me, I'm going to show you what. Um, and this this is an image um, of America being invaded. Uh, and in this image, they're being invaded from the west and from the east. But in the dream, I saw a map just like this. Now I didn't see I didn't see these towers right here, so this wasn't in there. But I saw I saw from the, uh, from the west, from the east, and from the north. There was nothing coming from the south. Okay, uh, in this dream. I heard the newscast, uh, the news broadcaster said, ladies and gentlemen, we are witnessing extraordinary events that are taking place in America. Uh, it is apparent that we are being invaded. And I heard this in my dream. And he said, if there was ever a time to pray, it would be now. That's all I heard in this dream. Now, here's where it gets crazy. Ready? Again, I saw there was an invasion coming from the west from the east and it was coming from the north. 
And it was, and I want to say this, this is where it became detailed. It was air and sea. Again, let me say that again. It was air and sea. I saw bombers and warships, submarines. Uh, again, warships, submarines, and bombers. Uh, it was coming from in, in, in these, uh, and again, it was on the news. We were sitting here watching this on the news, and you could see them coming in from the west. They were coming in from the east, and they were coming in from the north. There was nothing coming in from the south. Now, guys, here's where it gets chilling. When I saw the, you know, these different types of military vehicles and so on and so forth, when uh, they were like zoomed in, it was amplified to me. And this is what I saw. I saw I saw the colors on. Uh, the 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 uh, the nation that was invading us. I was permitted to see the colors, and this is what I saw, guys. That is the colors, uh, and everybody knows what that is. That that was very bold. It was bright, and I saw those. This color. This is the color of Russia's flag. I have nothing to gain from this. If anything, uh, I know that I'm going to gain a lot of scoffing from it. So, But as a watchman, I have to come out and I have to uh, say what I did see. The dream started where the other one left off. In this dream, in the next dream, dream number two, I'm over in the uh, northern part of Los Angeles, what they call the San Fernando Valley, and that's where you have like your suburbs and you know, your neighborhoods and whatnot. What I saw was chaos. People running around, citizens, Angelinos, if you will, running around everywhere, all over, uh, crying, screaming, in total panic like I've never seen in my life, not even in the movies. And there were soldiers. Uh, they, were par they were paratrooping, uh, parachuting on, on, onto the streets. They were running around everywhere. It seems like the whole place had been invaded. And like I said, I couldn't tell you what the uniforms were for some reason. I, I couldn't even tell you the nationality of the foreign troops that had invaded. But for some reason, in my heart, I believed it was like Chinese and Russian troops. But then once again, for some reason, I was in doubt. I, I, I doubted myself. I doubted the Lord. I doubted. I, I thought, man, maybe this is crazy. I'm just a regular guy. And I said, well, Lord, if, if this is real, if this is totally real, give me one more dream. One more dream and I'll believe it, Lord. And I fell asleep while I was saying that. And lo and behold, a third dream in a row about pretty much exactly the same thing. And in this third dream, it showed it was more like I got to, it was more chaotic, more destruction had occurred, and it seemed like this kept going on and on. It wasn't a one-day thing. And people were running around, and now people are like are in hiding and stuff like that. Everybody was shocked. That, that's, that's what the biggest feeling was, was shocked. No one could believe that this was actually happening, that this was happening to us, because we've never really been attacked except for, like, you know, the Alamo, Pearl Harbor, that sort of thing. Um, oh, and, of course, 9-11. But, you know, nothing like this magnitude, where there's troops running around like this, this magnitude. I was just shocked, shocked when I woke up. And I knew, I knew it was just... Just like the other dreams were, it just seemed so, so real. And this time I didn't really pray pray and say, oh, well, Lord, you know, give me another dream or whatever. But I thought it. In the fourth dream, it was more of the same, and it but, it but it showed people in their homes. And they're in their homes, and they're trying to hide 
everyone's trying to hide by now, and more and more troops are coming in, foreign troops invading more and more and more. It was a total invasion of the United States. So the skies were filled with planes. Bombs were dropping. It was a total surprise attack. So it was more of the same on that dream. More. I could see the intensity of the, of the plan of the attack. And it was a well-planned attack. I mean, we were overwhelmed. And it was evident that the United States was falling. That, that, that was the thing in the dream. And it was evident that this was the end times. In my dream, we were actually in Hilton Head. Um, we were not in Orange Beach, we were in Hilton Head, and my family was there, my mom and dad and my sisters and my, you know, my husband and my kids. Um, and we were out on the beach, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, dr uh, bombs started dropping all around us. And mass chaos ensued, as you would expect. Um, everybody's freaking out, and we couldn't figure out uh, exactly who was responsible for dropping the bombs, but we knew that it was from somewhere over in the east. It was either China or Russia. Um, we, I, we just had this sense that the East is attacking the West. And so we, we mass chaos, every screaming things, um, you know, like the bombs were hitting the sand and just exploding and exploding and exploding and it wouldn't stop. And so we all ran to our cars and we were, um, uh, we were trying to get out of the area and all of the roads started shutting down. This is my first YouTube video and uh, the reason that I decided to make this video was that my wife sent me a text message with um, uh, Bible verse in Ezekiel here and uh, I just wanted to, to sh be able to share a dream that I had because if I don't then I didn't do my job. Um, so basically, I, I I wanted to share this dream that I had maybe about a week ago. I I had this dream that I was walking um, outside of my parents' neighborhood and I was walking on the sidewalk down a two-way street. And um, to the right of me there is uh, conservation land. To the left there's conservation land. And all of a sudden, while I'm walking, I see that. Um, out of the blue sky comes out an airplane but basically there was like three or four fighter jets that were swarming around this one bigger airplane and I saw you know in my mind I don't know if it was at that point but I felt that that was like an attack from Russia to the United States while we're walking I'm, I tell my wife and whoever's with me let's go to the woods or, you know, let's hide out in the woods and, and no, and, you know, we're kind of like in discussion and all of a sudden from behind us, from the distance, are like a troop of these uh, black jeeps. These black jeeps come up on us and it was too late, you know, to execute a plan to run to the woods. I'm going to recommend that you look at Amos chapter 3 and it talks about, you know, a land that is under judgment is going to be destroyed and then it talks about an army that God raises for for punishment for for judgment if I can prophecy as and apply it to the times that we're living in America is the land that is going to be judged and Russia is going to be the country to bring the judgment I'm, I'm a patriot I love America I love you know the Constitution and the founding fathers 
and I was born in the USA. I'm an American, and I love my people, perfect or not. We don't love sin, of course, right? But I believe that there's a strong military out there that's going to bring the judgment, and I believe that's going to be Russia. So, I had a dream that the United States was invaded by Russia and China. On the West Coast, the Russians were in charge of the war. On the East Coast, China was in charge of it. The Russians attacked the state of Washington through Canada. By submarine, they attacked California and wiped out my whole family. They devastated California with their attack. I saw China in Florida and going through New York, but with the Chinese, I saw Cubans. The Chinese were issuing orders to them, and I saw Cubans and Venezuelans coming through Mexico and into Arizona, Texas and what was left to California. And uh, this one, I had two nights in a row, so I feel pretty much worried about this one. Man, did I have a dream. I had a dream that I was living on a <coughs> Air Force base. Why, I don't know. I'm not in the Air Force, never have been. But I was living on an Air Force base, me and my dog. All of a sudden, the buildings start collapsing. I'm like, what in the world is going on? You know, I'm like, end of the world type stuff, you know. Boy, then there's, like, Russian fighter planes uh, flying over top of those buildings as they're falling down. I'm like, oh, heck, we're being invaded. Last night, I had a very troublesome dream. I wasn't afraid in the dream at all, which is very important, but I just want to let you know that, um, yeah, we're going to be invaded at some point in the future, and it's going to be, they're going to be everywhere. I saw myself trying to drive, but for some reason I couldn't drive. I was walking, so like every road that I was trying to go down, I saw helicopters, choppers, like, and they weren't our people. They were another country, and so I saw them, the soldiers, um, marching down the street kind of going after people. They were not shooting at everybody, and I, I had the feeling that they wanted to minimize conflict. This is not a normal dream that I would have, so... I saw soldiers, I saw a clear invasion in America. This was nowhere else, this was America. I had a dream that around the coastline of the United States, between the Jersey coastline to the coastline of Florida, Texas, and California, all around surrounding the, our country, that you had uh, warships surrounding our country. And you had Russians and Chinese troops in our land. And they were out and about shooting people. 
and uh, now within the dream, I'm telling my daughter about the dream. And when I'm telling her, there's a map that just comes out of nowhere. And I can look at the map and I can see where all the warships are located. So now I go put on a bag and I go to evangelize. And I, I felt like the Lord was telling me, just go. And I, had, I was walking, it was dark, and I was walking the streets. And I had no clue where I was going. I ended up in this huge open courtyard, and uh, there was people there. So I started warning people about uh, what was coming. And people started to repent. People were sobbing, they were crying, and they were afraid of what was coming our way. So then uh, I started... When I started telling them what was coming and telling them about my dream, then I started to evangelize, giving them the gospel, and people were repenting. And then I woke up. Get your family together and pray every night and pray for wisdom. Pray for discernment. Pray that God will just give you insight how to protect your family, how to provide for your family, what to do. I believe the Lord is speaking. So many other people, my, my sisters have had several dreams about war and troops on ground in, in on the ground here. Yeah, about two months ago I had a dream. I was on the beach and it was like really sunny outside and I was really close to the water and I saw all these ships and I was like, what are all these ships doing here? And there was a bunch of ships, like Navy ships, but I didn't know they were Navy ships until they got closer. Lined up on this beach, and uh, I was like one of the only people close to the, like, where the waves were hitting. And the rest of the beach was like empty, like, I didn't see anybody. Maybe like a few people, like maybe three. And, uh, these ships got closer to the water and all of a sudden um, this ramp dropped on the ship like from the front like this and it, it hit the sand and all of a sudden a bunch of people came out of the ship and they were Chinese soldiers and they were wearing like blue and white camo uniforms and they had like bullpup Rifles like Type 95s or something. Um, I think some of them have had bayonets and stuff. And I think they even had like rocket launchers and stuff. And I, I was like shocked in the dream. And there was a whole amphibious landing on this beach. And all these ships came closer to the beach at the same time. And they all dropped their ramps um, at the same time. And soldiers and vehicles were coming up even amphibious vehicles that were Chinese. And they were also blue and white, like camo. And uh, in the dream, I was shocked. I was, I didn't even know it was an invasion dream. I just thought they were ships because I thought I was just swimming, but it was an invasion. And there were Chinese soldiers coming onto this beach. And I was like, just shocked. And uh, in the dream, I actually walked up in the ship and there was tons of other soldiers and more vehicles coming out of the ship. 
and going down that ramp onto the the sand and I knew that America had been invaded and that it was about to get really bad but the next scene of the dream it wasn't the Chinese it was the Russians and I, I was looking up in the sky in the dream and there was an Aleutian 76 um, uh, plane or, or jet and uh, it was a Russian and it's a, it's a white plane it's what the paratroopers drop out of and on the back tail wing it has a Russian flag and uh, it's big so you can easily tell it's Russian if you just look at the tail um, you can see the flag and the plane is recognizable and I just saw parachutes um, paratroopers coming out of the plane jumping out and then pulling their sheets and you could just see white parachutes all in the sky just lining the sky everywhere and uh i knew this dream was god showing me that war is on the horizon i keep getting reminded and uh i wasn't even thinking about this when i had the dream but i did have the dream so i'm going to share it um because it's a warning but uh yeah every once in a while just keep getting them it's God just reminded me um, that that's going to happen you know um, that war is on the horizon and uh, it's going to be really bad in the dream it, w- it was a dream dealing with America I heard people robbing each other they were breaking into each other's homes people were trying to steal things from cars on the street. People were stealing food. People were were absolutely trying to take things from each other, and they were doing it by force and willing to die for it. And all of a sudden, I looked at it, and I said, what is going on? I grabbed my hand, and I said, what is going on? And all of a sudden, I saw China and Russia coming into the United States of America. I, I don't know that understand it, but they, they were military, they were uh, uh, soldiers, and they were coming in to maintain the peace. I don't, I don't know where the U.S. military was or anything like this, but they were coming in, and what they were doing was putting people in concentration camps. They were arresting people. Chinese soldiers and Russian soldiers were arresting people, and they were taking guns from everybody. I, I grabbed my face and I said, what? I said, what are Chinese soldiers and Russian soldiers doing in America? I had this dream, and it was so, so real. It felt so real. It was crazy. In the dream, I'm at Santa Monica. Uh, in Santa Monica, California, I'm over by, like, the pier, uh, which is, like, uh, it's got, like, a seems like a fair carnival-type atmosphere at the pier. It's a real famous pier in San Juan, California. And it was in the daytime, and it was real sunny. And for some reason, I thought it was the weekend, you know. And everyone was just going about their business. And and what happened was we were looking out towards the ocean, and everyone was looking out there, and what we saw was like like a foreign navy. And it was either like a Chinese navy Chinese Navy or, or like a, the Russian Navy. And it was all out there. And there were submarines out there that had surfaced. And they were just kicking it out there. 
and no one seemed alarmed. It, it was like uh, it was like entertainment. Everybody was looking at it, checking it out, and wondering, you know, what's that about and whatnot. And everyone started just going about their business and stuff, and just staring at it and wondering what it was all about. There was nothing in the news about it or anything. It was like a surprise. It just showed up, and it was huge. It was all over the ocean out there. And I thought, wow, what's that about? But for some reason, I just had a bad feeling about it. Then, all of a sudden, they started launching missiles, uh, all types of, like, missiles, um, bombs, so to speak, uh, towards the, the Lo entire Los Angeles area, the entire coast there, and, and of the Los Angeles area, that entire harbor there. And they started uh, bombing us, and people started panicking and running everywhere. You know, and then I woke up. This is what God showed me. He, he just struck me on my, my rib and said, wake up. And I woke up. I woke up. And uh, when I woke up, he said, look. And all of a sudden, I'm wide awake. I'm not dreaming. I'm not half asleep. No, 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 no. I'm wide awake. I opened my eyes. I see a big, big screen. Very big. Very very big, one of these big screens. And I see a bear, a big bear rising up. And that bear, I see Siberia. Oh, Russia. I see in the middle of Siberia, that bear is waking up and is moving. It's moving. And then I said, in my heart, Lord, what is this? What is this? And he says, this is a Russian Siberian bear. It's woke up eight years ago and it's going now to cause a lot of destruction. It's going to destroy in countries. It's going to come. It's going to destroy very, very much. It's just destruction, destruction, destruction. And it's not coming back. It's gone out like this. It's not coming back until it is destroyed completely and totally. It's not coming back. And then I said, God, it means it's the beginning of the end. And the Spirit was saying yes. So the bear went. And then he said, look in the north. And then I looked northward. I saw a white, 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 white bear. Snow white bear. I said, Lord, that is a polar bear. And he says, yes. I said, who is that? He says, that's Russia again. I said, Russia, Siberia bear? And Russia polar bear? Yes. He says, that polar bear is following that Siberian bear to help it to destroy and distract wherever it's going to fight those countries. They are going to be mold. They're going to be just destroyed to total disaster. It's just destruction is the, the game of these two polar bears. They are going out to destroy. And it's the beginning of the end. Yo, I was very touched. Then he said, look on the east. So I looked on the east and then I saw red dragon rising up. But it's not as big as this 
humongous dragon. And the Lord said, yeah, that was like eight years ago. This dragon now is very, very big. And it's going to be very, 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 very big. And it's not going to be easily to be challenged. This is going to be a mighty army. It's called China. It's going to be very powerful. Very, very, very powerful. And it's going to go alongside the Siberian bear and the polar bear. they like going to cooperate in some form. And they're just going to destroy. And they're not going to fight with each other. They're fighting others. And they say, Lord, he says, it's the beginning of the end. And then he said, look on the west. So I looked on the west, and then I saw a big lion, which is, is turning down into a smaller lion. And I see from its ears, it's a mountain lion. I said, who is this mountain lion now? He said, that's America. It's very big now. And it's still going to be, do a very big bang. Pooh! A big bang and shake the world. And then after that, it's going to slow down and go down. And, and reduce in size and ferocity and power. And it's going to go down. It's not going to be that lion again that intimidates every other animal. It's going to be a mountain lion, much smaller. Have the characteristic of a lion, but it's just a mountain lion. And the forces that are going to play a major role in these last days is Russia and China. Is the dragon and those bears, the polar bear and the Siberian bear. They are gonna dominate, and they're gonna be on the on the on the platform or playground of the earth. They are the ones that are gonna matter. That are gonna you're gonna hear. They are doing this. They are destroying there, and they are moving this. And nobody can stop them. Even Europe cannot stop them. It cannot. Nobody can stop them. Only God. Only Jesus can stop them, and will come to stop their destruction. Not any other force will dare tackle these two. And especially the China one will be much, much ferocious, much more powerful. It will be so formidable, you don't even want to try and, and fight with it. I'm a Malaysian who is currently living in Taiwan. But in this dream, I was in America. I was standing on the road. It, it seemed like a busy road. People just walking around, and there were very tall buildings on my left and my right. Uh, I'm, I'm estimating about, I think, 50 to 70 force. And suddenly, there was a bomb dropping right in front, somewhere right in front of my face, and caused a huge, 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 huge explosion. I've never seen anything like this before. The Lord has gave me many visions about Russia coming in war with the U.S. And he also gave me visions of China also war in the U.S. as well. Um, the Lord did reveal to me that there are bombs like underground already here in the U.S. This war that is about to take place very soon. This is something very huge. God's wrath is coming to the United States 
He told me that Washington, D.C. will be completely destroyed. He told me that New York will be completely destroyed. California will be destroyed. World War Three is what the word is revealing to me. A World War Three. If you do not know Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is our Lord, our Savior. He loves us. He died on the cross for our sins. So, you guys, prepare yourself. God loves you. Repent. Get saved. Get baptized. Give your life to the Lord. He loves us. He wants all of his children to be saved. I haven't been myself since last Thursday when I had this hysterical dream. I live in Bronx and I work as a nursing assistant. In all the years of my life, I have never before had such a terrifying nightmare. I was looking out into the country, a big flat open field, there's some hay in the background. I don't know if I was in Texas or where exactly I was, I'm assuming I was. And I just see hundreds, hundreds of missiles or rockets um, raining down. And it's like I almost didn't know what they were at first, but you know, now I clearly know they were rockets or missiles. But instead of them landing and exploding, um, they, they just kind of stopped, like, before they hit the ground, they just stopped and were like uh, fireballs, but in the air, they didn't hit the ground and land, and, and then I, I came out of it, and I was like, whoa, and I wrote it down. series of dreams, one after another after another, all pertaining to China and Russia invading the United States of America. I've had a number of dreams regarding this topic, and yet last night I had multiple dreams consecutively pertaining to this topic. I woke up with a great urgency on my heart, and I felt like it was God saying, tell the people to be prepared for things to come. I do want to say that it is not foolish to prepare your home for things to preserve you for a season if needed and it is definitely not foolish to prepare your heart with Jesus and to make sure you're right with God through the blood of the Lamb. In one of the dreams I was speaking with an American soldier and I was telling him what it was that God was showing me in respect to China and Russia invading the United States and as I was sharing the details with him you could see that he was very sober by it you could see that he took seriously what it was that I was saying to him and my hope right now is that the people who are hearing this message would also take very seriously what I'm saying to you right now God has shown me on a number of occasions the reality of the fact that the United States of America will come under attack by Russia and China for sure. I'm telling you without a shadow of a doubt, 100% fact, you can expect this to come to pass. And I believe that God has placed upon my heart an urgency 
to express unto the people that this invasion will take place very, very soon. And I want to caution you to be prepared spiritually, get right with Jesus, and make sure your spiritual house is in order. Last night on March, well, it was March 29th, early in the morning, like, I think I woke up at like 2.50 in the morning. Um, I woke up from a dream where I was standing outside with people. Um, and while I couldn't tell you who any of those people were, I knew them. Like I was very, I just, I knew them, but it's not like it was somebody who I knew, I know currently in my life. Um, and we were listening to, I think it was like a radio or something, um, something broadcasting. Um, and we were waiting for the people to say something very specific. Um, and they said peace and safety. And so as soon as they said peace and safety, uh, we all looked up to the sky um, and we were waiting again. Um, like we knew to be waiting for something. And... Um, a couple a couple moments went by and I saw um, a nuclear like missile flying across the sky. In this vision, I was shot up into the heavens and looking down on the earth like you would look at a satellite picture. You see it every time you see the weather. It looked somewhat similar, and I had supernatural vision. I looked down and I saw a massive military movement coming out of. Uh, the uh, Icelandic waters up above Iceland. I couldn't believe my eyes in what I saw. I saw this massive military movement coming out of this area up in here. It came down between, in the Atlantic, down between the United States and Europe. It was marine and air, as you can see, the, the airplanes. This was my first confirmation in the sense from a, uh, from General Walker. General Walker has given me many confirmations. This was my first picture of actually that they had drawn this assault taking place. It shows also the movement coming out of Europe uh, across to take these countries. And NATO command center is right in here. So you're looking at some very, very uh, serious fronts that Russia has been building and has. This massive military movement coming down between the United States and Europe just troubled me as I'm watching it. So then I looked off across at the United States wondering, well, if they're doing that across the Atlantic, what are they doing on the United States? That's too big to just be a, a maneuver. And I looked down, and as I looked across at the United States, I first saw the eastern seaboard of the Atlantic seaboard. And I looked, and I saw these submarines looked like they were parked right along our beaches, all the way along the East Coast. And I saw these submarines along the Pacific Coast, and I began to look all the way down as I looked down in towards San Diego. There they were, along our coast. And as I was looking down towards San Diego, all of a sudden I saw motion all across the United States, and these radio towers, it's like they were coming out of the ground and going up into the air, and then they were dotting their lines out like they were broadcasting. And I was made to, to know that they were sounding the alarm. But as they began to sound the alarm, all of a sudden, the broadcasting signals went out and they sprinkled to the ground like dust. And I was totally aware, made totally aware in the vision, that the warning was not getting through. And I shouted in the heavens and I said, Oh no, Lord, the warning isn't getting through. They won't even know what hit them. 
And as I said that, all of a sudden, the first missile fired out of a submarine, and it went up, and it hit right over New York City. I watched that city literally disintegrate into the atmosphere as that massive explosion took place. I mean, it was gone, folks. There'll be nothing left of that city. Then all of a sudden, I looked down along the coast and about where I would say be about Miami, Florida. And I told them down there last night, and they weren't too happy to hear that. And I said, and Miami disappeared. And then all of a sudden, because I was seeing this happen here, I looked away then. So I don't know if there were more explosions took place between those two as far as the coastal area. I didn't see it. My concern was over toward Oregon again because my family was in Portland at that time. As I was looking over toward Portland, I saw another explosion and it looked like it was in the area of Seattle, Bellevue. That area went up just like New York and Miami. Then all of a sudden I looked down and here's another one going off and it looked like the San Francisco area. Then down about Los Angeles, just about to Los Angeles and then San Diego. I saw those five nuclear-looking explosions. And I tell you, they literally devastated everything. Three weeks to a month before I joined the military, I had this dream. And here's what the dream was. <coughs> so the dream started, and I remember... So it was basically, it was like a war going on. And I remember it was Russia. And they were, they were, and I was in military uniform. And uh, I remembered that the Russian tanks, all these tanks and all that, they were coming towards us. And they were just, they were shooting everywhere. They were shooting at us, military, and they were shooting at civilians. They were shooting at everyone. Whoever was in their way that wasn't Russian, they were shooting at them. And uh, I remember in the dream, uh, as they were shooting, I heard people screaming. I heard mothers yelling. I heard mothers crying. I heard crying, screaming, everything. And I remember us. Uh, the, you know, Americans, we were shooting back and everything, but we didn't have tanks, we didn't have anything electronical, it, it was weird, we didn't have anything like tanks, you know, anything electronical, and uh, we only had guns, that's all we had, and that's all that worked, <laughs> that's all we had, and then all of a sudden the scene switched, and the scene switched, and I remember I saw Kim Jong-un's face, and I saw his face, and he looked very serious. Like, his eyes, he was just very serious. And then, all of a sudden, he was looking over a balcony, and I, I think he was looking over his troops. And he, I heard him yell the word, fire, and he yelled it real loud. And right when he said fire, it was like the vision switched where I saw a missile silo. And this mis out of this missile silo, all of a sudden, a missile came out of it. And when this missile came out of it, uh, it started going up in the air. And the and the funny thing is, the scene switched again, and my whole body was levitating over Earth. And God let me see this missile uh, go over Earth, and I saw its path. And it, it went right to the location where we were fighting, uh, basically right over America. And uh, as it went and as it got over America, the location, the scene switched, and I was back on the battlefield, and I was shooting and everything. And uh, we were just fighting back and forth. But we were losing badly because all we had were guns. We didn't have any tanks, anything. But the Russians, they had all the tanks. They had all the, you know, they had all the armor. They had everything. They were beating us bad. And all of a sudden,
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.